You're listening to the Yoga Teacher Resource Podcast. Knowledge, techniques, and inspiration for your teaching and your practice. I'm your host, Mado Hesselink. If you're a yoga teacher who loves learning, is passionate about spreading the benefits of yoga, and desires more resources to support your teaching, you're in the right place. Let's get started with today's episode. I don't think quitting and failure are the same thing. I think it's important that quitting stays on the table because we never want to have the story that we're stuck on this path. Let's build a career, a business, a life's work with the understanding that it's a choice, that we're choosing to be here. I've been a yoga teacher for almost 20 years, and over that period of time, I've trained dozens of other yoga teachers and watched so many of the people who used to be my colleagues and or went through the trainings that I taught in quit teaching. And I've also watched people who struggled when they first started teaching stick with it over a long period of time and bloom into incredible teachers who make an enormous impact in their communities and feel fulfilled by their work. The common thread throughout all the stories is that being a yoga teacher isn't an easy path. Some people walk through life with more privilege of one kind or another and might even experience success more easily than someone else. But within each person, there's always challenge and struggle. So when you are looking at your own path and your own experience and your own choices, it's really important to evaluate it in its own context. And I know it's human nature to compare, but as much as possible, avoid trying to evaluate your experience compared to somebody else's because you don't actually have the full picture of their experience and you can't do anything about it anyway. So if you consider quitting, consider it within the context of your own life and not your expectations that you've built by watching other people and your incomplete picture that you've gathered from watching others. Last year, I released a podcast episode called Teaching Yoga is a High-Stress Career. And it's a bit counterintuitive because a lot of people actually leave truly high-stress careers and turn to teaching yoga as an alternative. And it's true that a lot of the stress involved in teaching yoga is internally generated compared to generated from other people, external pressures. But almost everyone has the experience that teaching yoga and trying to make a living teaching yoga is way more stressful than they expected. When they looked at the life of a yoga teacher from the outside, they thought, wow, that looks amazing. I want that. And then when they started stepping into that role, they realized, okay, this is very different from what I expected. And when we measure success, that's really what we're measuring against is our expectations. If you're considering quitting teaching, then chances are high that you are not feeling successful. And the easiest path to feeling more successful is to reduce your expectations. 
Reducing your expectations is not going to reduce your capacity or your potential. All it's going to do is change your relationship to your circumstances, change your perspective. So given that yoga is a path to living life more skillfully and experiencing the inherent wholeness at your essence, ask yourself, what more does it need to provide in order for you to feel successful? Start with the assumption that your yoga practice is the center of your relationship with yoga and your teaching is the overflow, the sharing of what you've received beyond what you actually needed for yourself. And that earning an income through your teaching is actually a separate problem that you may or may not choose to work on and problem solve, but it's separate from your practice and it's separate from your identity as a teacher. Your relationship to your own practice is the center, is the core of your relationship to yoga. And this has to be true in order for you to keep teaching over the long term without burning out. So if we start there, then the question becomes, is this relationship feeding me enough that I still have overflow to give? And I think the biggest mistake that a lot of yoga teachers make, especially at first, is that they shift their focus from their own practice and what they receive through that practice into this teaching and giving mode where they end up giving more than they receive. And I don't mean this in a monetary sense or an attention sense or a time sense. I mean this in that they're not investing enough in the relationship with their own practice so that this desire to share and teach stays alive. Then as you build a career or a business teaching on top of that relationship, it always needs to be measured against this question. How can I make sure I still have enough for myself, that I'm still sustaining myself with my practice? And this is where trying to earn a living through your teaching starts to get tricky because suddenly your teaching is connected to survival in a way that can easily bypass that original focus of what yoga is providing you through your practice. And the focus becomes, how can I extract value from my knowledge and my expertise instead of how can I receive a remembering of some of these core truths of wholeness, and what it takes for me personally to live more skillfully. So if you are thinking of quitting, the first question I would ask yourself is, what is my practice like right now? And does this role of teacher support and nurture and inspire my practice, or does it detract? Does it take away from that personal relationship that I have? And if the answer is no, that your teaching isn't supporting your practice, that doesn't necessarily mean that quitting is the right choice. Instead, ask yourself, what could I change 
in order to bring my practice back into focus, back into the center of my relationship with yoga where it belongs. And if you don't see a way to change that dynamic, then I fully support you to quit teaching or to take a break from teaching, a temporary break or an indefinite break, and see how it feels not to teach. Your decision about whether or not to teach does not have to be final. You can start and stop and change your mind and start again and take a short break or a long break. And none of this has anything to do with whether or not you're a good teacher, whether or not your teaching helps people. And it absolutely says nothing about your inherent worth as a human being. You have been gifted teachings on a practice that has enriched your life. And I'll go out on a limb and say it's probably enriched your life immeasurably. That is pretty awesome. And at some point, you felt so filled up, so fed, and so inspired by these teachings and these practices that you wanted to share them with others. As you change and grow, as your circumstances change, it makes complete sense that your relationship to yoga will change also. Teaching yoga begins by being a student of yoga and a practitioner of yoga. And teaching is a choice that either enhances that relationship or steals from it. Don't come at this project from the other side, meaning that your personal practice improves your teaching and your teaching improves your life in a material way by providing income. This does happen. This relationship does happen. But if that is the primary direction that the energy is flowing is practice for teaching for income, that is going to be a recipe for burnout because teaching yoga is actually a very unreliable and difficult way to make an income. So it's really important that your relationship to teaching have a deeper connection and a, let's say, a broader purpose than income. And that's not to mean that you should be satisfied not getting paid well for your time and just resign yourself to being poor. That's a completely different conversation. This is about your motivation for teaching and your ability to stay connected and inspired and hopeful about your teaching. If you feel like your teaching isn't working, if you're thinking of quitting altogether, then pause for a moment here and get honest about whether teaching for you is about giving of the overflow or about leveraging a skill set. If it's the second, it would be completely normal because these are the messages that all of us are immersed in every day. There are resources around us. How can we leverage those resources to make our lives easier and more comfortable? That's capitalism in a nutshell. That's Western civilization for the last several hundred years. It would be completely normal to approach your teaching this way. And if it's not working, 
try something else. Even though it would be totally normal and understandable to unconsciously take that approach to your teaching, it is a recipe for burnout. Because yoga is not a resource with a set value that is exploitable. Now, you can earn a living teaching yoga. It is a possibility. But if that's its most important function in your life, then you're missing what it's really good at. Nobody becomes a yoga teacher for the money. But somehow, a lot of the time, that relationship just gets mixed up and yoga teachers start focusing on what can I get through my teaching instead of what can I get through my practice. The practices of yoga are pretty consistent and reliable at helping us experience our own wholeness and live more skillfully. The career of teaching yoga is a pretty difficult way to earn a living. It's not reliable. It's not consistent. So if you are committed to your practice as the center of your relationship with yoga, and you also want to earn some or all of your living sharing these teachings with others, I fully support you to do that. And I have a lot of tools and education on this podcast to help you. Being a yoga teacher can be approached in a more sustainable way or a less sustainable way because sustainability isn't really a static position. There's going to be times where you recognize that you've gone out of balance and you need to take action to remedy that. Sometimes that action is taking a break or quitting, whether that quitting is temporary or permanent. But I don't actually believe that you can quit being a yoga teacher. I think anyone who has ever shared the practices of yoga with even one other person and made a difference in their life, they're a teacher. And they'll always be a teacher. Whether you identify as a yoga teacher or not is completely up to you, but you've been part of a line of humans who care to help other humans reduce their suffering, live more skillfully, and experience wholeness. And that is a really beautiful thing. That is what it means to be a yoga teacher. Whether or not you choose to earn some or all of your means for survival that way is a choice. And if you make that choice, don't expect it to be easy, all the time at least, but do recognize it as a privilege. The privilege starts with having been exposed to these teachings having access to teachers and texts and time to practice. And think of this project of building a career and a business as an adventure. Adventures are never smooth and easy. Hardship is pretty much baked in to the definition of an adventure. So if we can approach our teaching career as an adventure where we embrace the suck as much as possible whenever it does suck, which will be some of the time and not all of the time, then our teaching becomes a part of our practice, a part of the abhyasa vairagya. When we make consistent effort over a long period of time without the 
need to control the results of that practice. That is when success is inevitable. It's inevitable because growth is inevitable, and that was really the central point to begin with. But it's also inevitable because every time you overcome something difficult, you learn and you learn to adapt. You create new strategies, better strategies. So I do not believe that quitting is a failure at all. And I also believe that choosing to continue on is how you succeed. It's the very definition of succeeding. Okay, my friend, I hope this conversation was helpful for you. If you are thinking of quitting teaching or thinking of taking a break from teaching, please know that I still see you as a teacher. Thank you for listening. Thank you for caring enough to practice yoga and to teach yoga for as long as that serves you.